The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. An empty set, fourth down and goal. And Howard has it. Chase to the right. Looking. He goes down. This game is over. Texas has held. Down goes Will Howard. And down goes Kansas State. The Longhorns winning in overtime. There's the snap and the kick. And it looks like it's short. Let's see. It is no good. No good. The Rebels win it anyway. Wrap it up and get out of here. Handoff Sonchuk over the right side has a hole 40 down the sidelines midfield. It's a race. Sonchuk 35-30 picking him up, putting him down. He's going to the end zone. Touchdown. Gavin Sonchuk with the longest run of the year for Oklahoma. 64 yards. Bowman takes the ball. It's a quarterback draw. Bowman cuts right to the 10 inside the 5 and it's toward the end zone. Is he in? He's in. Pistols firing. Touchdown Oklahoma State. Handoff Tawi over the right side, 20, 15 to the 10, he's to the 5, stiff arm, pay dirt, Tawi Walker, and for the first time today, the Sooners lead Bedlam. Gabriel gets the ball, rolls out right, throws far side, to pass is incomplete, no Stoops caught it, he's tackled at the 49-yard line, the defense holds with a minute one to play, he might just be able to run it out, baby. And the Cowboys have taken a Cowboy boot and given the Sooners a swift kick in the backside to send him away to their new home. It's the best day ever. Oklahoma State 27, Oklahoma 24. The students are storming the field. What in the world is this? All right, good morning, everyone. It is a new day and a new week, Monday, November 6th. T-Row in the morning show time here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Welcome in. Welcome, everyone. Opening day of the college basketball season today. We got a doubleheader in the Lloyd Noble Center at noon. Jenny Baranchek, Sooner women against Wichita State, 7 o'clock tonight. Porter Moser's Sooner men taking on Central Michigan. Big day in the NFL yesterday. Some thrillers across the league. Heartbreaker for the Cowboys in Philadelphia. Uh, Cincinnati over Buffalo in a big Sunday night game last night. Got a Monday night game tonight. Chargers at Jets. Thunder back on the court tonight. They're hosting Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. 7 o'clock in the Paycom Center. And we had a college football Saturday, intriguing as always, in Stillwater. Bedlam goes to the Cowboys 27-24. But 
We won't be talking about that today because it's opening day of the college basketball season, so we will be devoting all three hours of our show to college basketball today. Let's welcome in now my very best friend in the entire world, the man who is a champion now in every which way, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. Oh, good morning. What's your scouting report on Central Michigan? Good morning. The Chippewas. Uh, the Chippewas have uh, more transfers than we do Thank coming in. Thank goodness we've got something to talk about today, the Chippewas. <laughs> Good morning, Teach. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. From uh, Championshipville. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. What a day. You made it. What a you day. made it. Well, I made it. I don't know if you've heard or not, the Texas Rangers are World Series champions. So. I said what? I said, what world is this? Me just saying that right now is angering people out there. Oh, get to it. You know what we want to hear about. I will get to it. Don't worry about it for the next. <laughs> Shut up. That's why I turned the channel with you two months. morons. Yeah. Uh, you have a good, you had a great time. I saw your emotional post last night. Great time. Wonderful yeah. time. Uh, got lucky with some of it. Just dumb luck. And, uh, yeah, it worked out. It all worked out. So, I've never seen a scene like that before in my life. Even the Mavericks parade was not like the bigger scene I than saw. the Mavs parade. Bigger and crazier and just unbelievable. Yeah, so hmm. it was uh, it was wild. It was wild. And you got to see your heroes. They all were they on all went by in their little trucks. Yeah, waving and screaming yeah. and look like Bronx got him a hat. Uh, but he, TJ got a hat. Uh, I bought a hat. Yeah, while we were down there. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was, well, uh, good. yeah, we were, uh, no traffic, nothing. And I'm getting closer and closer and I'm like, this is weird. And then, uh, we exited off of the George, day. <laughs> we exited off of George Bush hit 30. And I always have this same exact way. I go to that area for Cowboys Rangers for years, regardless of the ballpark or whatever, <laughs> okay. um, uh, the direction I go, I always go 360 exit division, a loop down on a side street, end up. Uh, over by the ballpark and park in this one lot. And that was my plan. And I said, yeah, that's what we'll do. And they're under construction over there. And I got like kind of confused on the lane I was in. And then I get twisted off onto a side road onto Six Flags Drive. And I said, no, no, this isn't where I wanted to go. And so I see it's just chaos then. It's just bumper to bumper. And I just happened to turn right off of that street and go left down another street. And suddenly I see all these people walking. I see a neighborhood. We pull right in, park on the street in the neighborhood. Nice. It was about a mile and a half walk. Not bad, though. And uh, it was very simple. And then we, we get closer and closer, and we see what people are sitting in. And I'm like, dude, we lucked out. I took a wrong turn, and it worked out beautifully, even getting out of there. There were people sitting for three hours. Everything's that were, breaking your way right now, It was man. all breaking my way. I thought, man, Saturday's going to be great, too. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, it worked out. It was a sea of humans like I have never been, like, packed in with. And there were people on roofs. There were I, – I felt bad for the, the, the duplexes we were near. There was, like, two or three little duplexes in a cul-de-sac is where we were along the railing. And their homes just got engulfed. And if they had to be to work, they were going nowhere. There were people on their roofs, like hundreds of people, cops – we're over there yelling, we're going to arrest you, get off the roof, and yeah. got them cleared once. You, and you then shouldn't the, get on other people's roofs. <laughs> they got them down once, and then the second time it was like, ah, whatever, get up on the roof. 
Uh, ah. I, I kept looking back at this roof because it wasn't the nicest of duplexes and the roof wasn't that new. And I uh, looked at this one guy, he, this guy next to us, he goes, I work in construction. That's not looking good. I go, it's not the newest roof. This could be bad. He goes, I keep looking back, just waiting for it to collapse. That would have been bad. So uh, we had a great time, though. It was fun. It was fun. That's good. Yeah. That is great. And they didn't, like, when you got there, they didn't ask you to prove that you'd ever been to an actual Rangers game that season no. or anything. They no. just let you ride on they in. They let me ride on in. Yep. That's good. Yep. That's good. I would hate for you to get yep. turned away after no, all that effort. No. So I don't, I, I've got the credentials. I don't need that. So. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, man, you should have seen afterwards. So so they had railings all around this entire map of the parade. Railings all the way around, and there were banners on the uh, barricades for all the advertisers. And they were just normal, like a Kroger, Toyota, like to sponsors. And people immediately, the gates start getting ripped up when it ends, and people are cutting banners off, and I'm like... I want this Kroger bag. <laughs> yes, and this, this one guy that was walking next to us was yelling at all these like teenagers and kids, like stealing all this stuff. He goes, "Why are you taking that junk home? Your parents are gonna make you throw it away. You don't need a Kroger banner." Like we understood, like there were some World Series champion ones, and those were legit and cool. I understand yeah. cutting those off and taking them. The guys were right. like taking off Toyota ones, and there was like a home construction company, and he was he was yelling at all of them. What do you need that for? It's gonna sit Anything. in your garage, take up room, and then you're gonna throw it away. <laughs> Anything to remember this day by. So then the newscast came on at five. We were at my mom's, seeing her for a few minutes, and you know the signs that go on the light poles down the street. Yeah. That OU has them all up and down yeah. Lindsay and yeah. A little flag sign. Little flag looking signs. They had those everywhere. And the uh guy for uh, I don't remember what news channel it was, but he's doing an update from down there and he goes, The motto was go and take it this playoff season. Well, the fans came and they went and took it. And yeah. you see every light pulse uh pull down the entire street, the, the flag's gone. They're all missing. They've all stolen and taken everything, so yeah, it was it was a bit crazy. typical vandalism in the state of Texas. And, <laughs> and they right. just laugh about it and say, ha ha ha, look at us breaking the law. Uh, they were breaking the law. They that were... would have never happened in Oklahoma. We respect <laughs> the law. Yeah. Yeah. That, that never happened Texas. in uh, 2000 when uh, Lindsay Street typical got overtaken Texas. with everything. So, yeah, no, you're right. No, never happened. Never happened. If anything, so. Lindsay Street looked better after Sooner fans were done with it. <laughs> Maybe true. And before, I think they planted a few trees and flower beds and things. <laughs> No, well, but it was I'm glad fun. you had it a was good fun. time. I'm glad you've celebrated your championship, and uh, and it will, the celebration will continue, I'm sure, for years and years. It did help this weekend too. Rangers. Like Saturday, I'm like huh. the pitchers and catchers report next week. That stinks, way, so, yeah. but uh, hey, Texas but I'm Rangers still a world won. champion. That's right. That's yeah. all I kept saying all weekend. So, oh, you and the Cowboys. Good. That is good. That is good. How was your trip um, to Stillwater? Um. I mean, there's two different answers to that. The game obviously didn't go the way that, that we were hoping it would go, but everything went smooth. Uh, getting up and back and uh, broadcast was clean and all that kind of stuff. So in my world, everything went well, but would have helped to have uh, uh, four more points and everybody would feel a lot better about everything. So it was good. I uh, met. Teddy and Gabe, and we uh, rode up together and then uh, jumped right on the old ref pregame show and then um, on our broadcast, and then we did a long post game. and when we got done, it was two, two and a half hours after the game ended, and it was still bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic oh, really? out on 
out on uh, whatever the highway is probably. there in Cowboyville. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it took us a while to get home, but that's the. Uh, I told Teddy this is kicking off uh, past eleven a.m. Thing stinks because it's already dark outside. <laughs> get home at midnight. <laughs> that's right. I was excited about it until the game was over. I was like, gum it, it's late. Be, be uh, three in the morning this week. So. My bedtime. Yeah. I'm still up in this booth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose some people are going to want to talk about the football game today, so we'll obviously talk about it. 27-24, the final. What did you think about old, uh, Dave's final stinger there? We knew he'd have something. I knew he uh, would have something. And, uh, it, Their cowboy it, boot. He's irritable when he drops those things, so I found it irritating on a Monday morning. I won't lie. Yeah. But, but you knew. I had to, to sit there and tell you Friday, well, I don't plan those out. They just kind of yeah. organic. Whatever. Have it. Oh, whatever. You had that ready. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, Dave's always funny after you after you lose a game, any sport. Uh, I, I always go say goodbye to the other broadcast crews, win or lose, whatever the sport. You know, just kind of, hey, thanks for hosting us. We'll see you in basketball season or whatever. So uh, our broadcast is over. I go into the OSU booth to say goodbye to those guys. And Dave's always, after after the Cowboys win and the Sooners lose, he's always got this look on his face like, oh, I'm so sorry. Come here. I'm so sorry. And it's a genuine. It's just like, dude, we're just doing a job here. You don't need to apologize <laughs> to me. <laughs> like like it was his response. I'm going to be okay. Yeah, it's fine. Just, hey, thanks for having us. So he's, he's great. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that. We will hear from uh, the Sooners after the game, several of uh, post-game interviews that we got for you. Porter Moser joining us live today in the 8 o'clock hour. It is opening day for the Sooner men and women today. And uh, as always, well, as he did all last season, the plan is again this year for Coach Moser to join us uh, live on game days throughout the season whenever they have uh, uh, midweek games like they do tonight. So we'll talk to Coach Moser coming up in the 8 o'clock hour today about his new basketball team, about your new basketball team here on the home of Sooner fans. You can text the show 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. Are we taking calls, Teach? That's up to you. Oh, I mean, I'm willing to. Is that okay? Can we That's fine. Give the yeah. phone number? We That's don't usually fine. give the phone number. Yeah, 405-329-9000. 405- is that right? That's correct. And 405-329-9000. Uh, new week underway. We'll be back here on the rail. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour. They serve clients in Oklahoma nationwide 24-7. Award-winning personal injury law firm specializing in a wide range of cases. Noble and his fine people over there can help you. Proven record of success. McIntyreLaw.com, 1-877-917-917. 5250. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I'm skipping past all the Sunday texts on here when we were not even here. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> People couldn't wait, huh? I got to get it out. Yes. Um, this OU coaching staff. Oh, here we go. This OU coaching staff ought to be on the hot seat. Have done a terrible job after the Texas game, and Big 12 refs are terrible all year for OU and Texas. My Ravens are hot. Watch out, Dallas. You suck. Ha ha. 
I didn't read that, that like coach? I normally do. That's Coach T. I didn't see okay. that. It was a longer text than Coach T and, and made more sense, and I didn't realize it was him until I was Not already. Not as many run-on sentences yeah, yeah, as Until I got to the end and saw the Coach T down there. So. All right. Thank you, Coach. Uh, I'll take that series record over one game. Not surprised the Aggies don't. Okay. Uh, good morning, fellas. Good I'm upset morning. at Toby for no wee, wee, wee or a chainsaw sound for either of the rushing TDs. Be better, Toby. Winky chainsaw face emoji. Sound. What's the chainsaw sound? <laughs> Kevin Sawcheck, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that sounds like. <laughs> when he breaks free, just break <laughs> into a chainsaw sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. Uh, thank you, Sooner Judy. Yes, we it did it. cross my mind. When, when Tawi broke loose, two things crossed my mind. Well, three. First, I thought, he's gone. And then I thought, I don't know if he's gone or not, because he was not moving very fast. And then I thought, Ted Gummit, it's Tawi Walker. I'm, I made that stupid call at Texas. I can't <laughs> believe I made that stupid call at Texas. Don't say it again. <laughs> Uh, this texture says, why didn't Bronx wear the hot dog costume to the parade? He did. I mean, he had it on the entire time. He did. So, he, yeah. He got there. I heard he got there. and He goes, Dad, what's that? And uh, TJ said, that's where the Rangers play their home games. <laughs> that's their stadium. And he, he goes, oh, really? Uh, he didn't say I've that never been in the because we never saw the stadium. Like, we didn't get oh. close to it. <laughs> there was no getting close to that stadium. I mean, yeah. So, we didn't even see it from where we were for the parade. Uh <laughs> Uh, this is, they just, they just sent a picture that all the picture says is fire levy. That's just all it says. Black picture right. with white lettering. Okay. <laughs> Sooner bump reporting for therapy. Thank you for always making the morning uh, better we boys. You. We got you bump. Just settle in. We got you. Uh, Greg Muskogee says the team came out this uh, season looking a lot better than last year, but in the second half of the season in the past two weeks, this team has started to regress and lose by one possession. Year is similar to last year, not able to finish people off in the fourth quarter when it counts. Okay, that's accurate. Yes. Uh, Doug in T-Town, thank God it's basketball season. Toby, what's the starting five? Um, well, I'm eager to ask Coach that when we have him on at 8, 8.15 this morning. I would be guessing, but based on... The one time that I saw them, Teach, here's my guess. I uh, feel confident that Milos Uzan will be your starting point guard. I think it'll be Javian McCollum alongside him at the two, even though he's shorter. The Siena transfer. Um, I think the other one I feel pretty confident about is Jalen Moore, the Georgia Tech transfer, 6'7", power forward. After that, I get a little foggy. I will say, uh, I will say Tega because you know he's quote unquote a vet. He was here last year, played well, moved into the lineup late in the season. I don't. He, they might rather bring him off the bench, but I'll say Tega. And then for my last starter, um, I'll go big guy John Hughley, the Pitt transfer, the six ten guy. I was impressed with his mobility. That's a guess, though. I could totally see Dart Hard starting. Uh, Suarez could start. Sam Godwin could start. So there, I, I, that's my guess, though. On the North Weather could start, but I imagine whatever it is tonight, it will not 
it'll change throughout this early season until they settle on on who they want their their guys to be. Because, I mean, they're 10, 11 deep. At least right now they're 10, 11 deep. And and I don't know that there's one of you who can say that guy doesn't deserve a shot. So. But I'm also excited it's basketball season. I would have been excited it's basketball season if OU had won Bedlam. Neither way. Because you I love happy. college basketball you season. Do. You do love And it does basketball. take a tiny bit of the sting out uh, today <laughs> that I get to go to the Lloyd Noble Center tonight and uh, see some basketball. And today, for that matter. So. This texture from the 402 says, All in all, OU is not a very disciplined team right now, which is hard to comprehend for a BV coach team. Bottom line, you can't keep shooting yourself in the foot and expect to win. Yeah. Who do you think the first person was to actually shoot themselves in the foot? Mm. And then from there on, we, we decided, well, that's the way we describe when you, when you do it to yourself. Hmm. It had to be somebody in the Old West, Old right? Old West, yeah, is what I'm thinking, but I don't know who it was. I don't know that I've ever looked that up. We'll have to, I'll, I'll have to Billy, Google it up maybe see Billy the kid. answer. Wyatt Earp, somebody like that, probably shot themselves in the Maybe. foot one time. Or they shot. Yeah. Yeah, when, wouldn't and you would have won. Foot. You would have won that duel, Billy the Kid. He had the quicker draw. <laughs> you had a youth advantage on him. Uh, you totally would have won that duel if you hadn't shot yourself in the foot. And everybody said, oh, that's, that's, bold. that's a great statement. Let's remember that one. I'm looking it up now. See if there's an answer, I'll, I'll report back. I mean, when uh, we didn't have guns until when did we get guns? You know, it had to be had to be a post medieval era at least. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I right, go ahead. Don't be. Um, let's see here. This person says, "Can we just replace Ted Roof with Alex Grinch?" <laughs> delete, delete that <laughs> one. Right. Okay, hey, that's not even funny. Delete uh, that one. Gosh, that game the other night, man. Uh, just wanted to say before I hear the people USC calling game? for, uh, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to say before I hear people calling for someone's head, everyone played a part in the loss. Turnovers killed us. Drop passes, bad passes, execu- execution of plays, everything. I say all this to say we are in our own heads and beating ourselves. We will overcome. We can still finish strong. Boomer sooner. Okay. Uh, TJ, po- that's a good positive text message yes. today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we pointed out what needs to be better, and uh, you know, kept it between the lines. I like that. TJ, how's your face? Um, it's improving. Oh, yeah. How's your nose? <laughs> it's improving. Um, looking much better. The eye is completely healed. Um, I woke up Saturday morning and looked like I had been in a fight with Mike Tyson. The eye was completely swollen shut. The nose looked as bad as it ever had. I went to a minor emergency place to where I had the most oh, really? interesting experience, maybe with a doctor ever. I'm pretty sure he might have been on something. Um, oh, my goodness. He, he looked at me and then went, whoa, what happened to you? <laughs> never Not what you want to hear. Never got within three feet of me in the room. I'll give you a prescription for that. He, uh, see across not, the room like there. my eye, you know, I'd gotten my eye open by then and <laughs> kind of worked it. And he never like looked in my eye, never tested anything, never nothing. He just, he asked me what was going on. I told him, said, I think it's turned into infection. Now it's gotten into my eye, blah, blah, blah. And he said this, the doctor said, what do you want from me? Yeah. And I said, well, Good question. I would like to have something that would help it. 
<laughs> an ointment, a uh, pill, something. Let me guess. Uh, he wrote you a prescription for uh, <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> yeah, uh, steroid and antibiotics and uh, THC. It, it has worked wonders in the last two days. So right. Eye is completely fine. Nose looks better than it has in a while. So I'm I'm on Were my way. Were you still able to go to Stillwater to support the Sooners, or did that make you stay home? Uh, that made me stay home. Yeah, ah, the, the doctor said you got to stay home. You can't go to Stillwater. That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. Mm. Uh, T-Row enjoyed a Sooner Baseball Friday evening. Good crowd. Good. Uh, also, great segment Saturday with Gabe and Teddy on the unique cheese fries at the uh, uh-huh. OSU Country Club place, Eskimo Joe's. That was the highlight of the day, Baseball Ross. I was Thank listening you, then when you... I was like, he's being very easy on Gabe here. He would have been tearing into me had that been me and I sat down and said, yeah, I just left Eskimo Joe's. You would have tore me up and down. Well, Gabe, you just said, well, I won't eat there because I, I don't support uh, OSU and kind of left had, it at that. You're right. We had already had that conversation in the car. I should have brought it to the airwaves. You're right. I was easy on him. But uh, riding up, you know, me and Ted had to go start our pregame show and Gabe didn't like he didn't have anything to do for a while. So he said, I'm going to he called over to see when Eskimo Joe's opened because we got up there at 10 a.m. And so he goes, I'm going to go over to Eskimo Joe's and, and get one last plate of cheese fries. And that, and then I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, you know, honestly, to be fair, you make a great point, but I've already been there a thousand times. So I'm going to go ahead and get one more <laughs> plate of cheese fries. So it's a lot easier. And the other point there is it's a lot easier to yell at you because I'm bigger than you. <laughs> that man has got food, significant though. size and weight on me. That man in food, like after the game, he's like posting all the places he's eating around Stillwater and taking home apparently boxes of hideaway pizza that he's eating on the way home. Yeah. And I think he got more cheese fries after the game. So, goodness gracious, mm-hmm. that dude eats. He can eat, yeah. Uh, I was get one more, and then we got to go to break. I was just thinking of that song you just played, Levy, Money for Nothing. <laughs> okay. mm. I didn't play that for Jeff Levy. It just came up on the rotation, but I can get where, you, uh, where you're coming from. All right, we'll take a break. Much more. Uh, we'll give our thoughts coming up. Uh, I'm eager to hear what uh, TJ thought about Saturday at 6.33 in the a.m. Text line 405-651-3439. Opening day of the college basketball season today. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Toby, you mentioned a career day for Drake Stoops, but I know for you it hurts more. You don't care about the individual accomplishments. What, how tough was that locker room? It's tough just to see the guy so, you know, just so down. I mean, everyone wants to win more than anything. That's what we work so hard for, and myself included. This is my last one, and so that's it's tough. But, you know, I got to be a leader and put my feelings aside and, and be a voice of reason and let everyone know this isn't the end of the world, and we've got more more ahead of us. We've got three more regular season games to try and finish 10-2, and two, and at the end of the day, that's the goal. And so, you know, just trying to let everyone keep perspective. What, what is the key to that? You've been around success and adversity, so can you kind of take us through what's the key to making sure everyone stays focused? Uh, yeah, just having a day-to-day approach and sticking to the process, sticking to the standard that we set for ourselves and, and really just c- c- coming to, to work each day and then putting your head down and fixing the things we need to fix that are all over the film. And, and if we do that and start complimenting each other on offensive, defense, and special teams, we'll look like a new team. And at the end of the day, we just need to do that. Good luck, man. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Drake Stoops, how about the day that guy had, Teach? 
Well, he had a massive day, huge day. Without him, I don't know where that game would have been. So, huge day. Uh, 12 catches, career high. 134 yards, career high. And a touchdown. And, uh, man, what a – Teddy was talking about this on the broadcast. What a player he's turned into, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean – We've said this before, but when he first went to OU, I thought, well, that's a good story, you know? It's a good story. Bob's boy. Right. Maybe maybe he'll get, you know, maybe he'll get some run at some point, and that'll be cool if he catches a pass. Late in games, <laughs> that's the guy fans want to see right. catch a pass. Sure. He's small. I mean, come on, let's be honest. He's, he's tiny. Yeah. And this is big-time college football. And what are we now, 140-some catches later? <laughs> 1400 plus some, yards some later. of the biggest ones over the last three four years yeah. so yeah yeah he was uh he was a monster they couldn't guard him the other night and uh and he is the focus of he is a focus of the play that has been talked about uh a whole lot since saturday night the uh non-call in the end zone on what obviously should have been pass interference. Um, what did you think about that? Well, I thought it was pass interference. <laughs> I thought it was a, a horrible no call. Um, what's amazing to me is that he still, you know, came up with the ball and everything. So um, I just don't see, especially where the official was standing, what he was looking at, how it wasn't called. I don't know what he was thinking there. So... It's the definition of pass interference. I think that's how Brent Venables put it. So, um, just a, that's a horrible, horrible missed call. What are you accusing them of? I'm accusing them of nothing. I'm saying time and time again, this has come up over the last couple of years. And you're right in that something would have come out already if there's some, like, agenda or note that's been spread around huh. but i think there's there's bias in officiating and you'll never convince me of that and there's guys that will call certain teams a certain way just from personal feelings there's guys in the that in this league that uh show up week after week knowing those two teams are leaving and may keep a flag in their pocket from time to time hmm. so it was a horrible no call. You, you know that everyone knows that OSU fans don't know that. put words in my mouth. <laughs> Mike Gundy knows that everybody. So <laughs> he tackled the, he tackled Drake to the ground. I mean, throw the flag. So you didn't think it was a legal play? Uh, no, I did not think it was a legal play. No, interesting. No, interesting. All right. I don't believe you did either. I'll give my opinion at seven o'clock this morning. Oh, okay? okay, I just want to know okay. what your opinion yeah. was. Just uh, terrible, don't, horrible. Don't tell me what I think. I think. Okay. okay? Um, it, it 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 absolutely adds fuel to the fire of the conspiracy theory of the officiating with OU and even Texas over the last two seasons. So it may have been the most gas poured on the fire Is yet. Is there any direct correlation between? an apparent obvious pass interference in the end zone next to Gallagher Iba arena that could have cost OU a football game and the next day Alex Grinch leaving his current job because it seems like that has happened now two consecutive trips to Stillwater <laughs> coincidence 
<laughs> I think not. I think not. Yeah. <laughs> I think not. Someday we'll understand it all. Uh, uh, how about that yesterday, huh? I mean, not a surprise, but no. still one of those that you're like, all right. I, I mean, interesting. Over the last three, four weeks, it, you were just left no choice. It, it was shocking and, that it lasted that long. I mean, L- Lincoln was loyal to a fault and finally said, I can't do it anymore. I've got my quarterback crying with his mom in the stands, just, you know, losing it. He's hysterical. We're scoring 40 and 50 points yeah. and can't win. Can't win, and they're scoring at rapid paces and just can't hold guys. And we we saw it. I mean, we saw it game in and game out, so we knew exactly what was going on. And and then you look at kind of comparable situations. Like, you can't hold teams like Cal, and then Oregon goes out and just throttles Cal by 45, 50 points, whatever it was, yeah. and completely shuts them down. I mean, they couldn't contain anybody. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know how he kept his job as long as he did. So, yeah, you kind of saw it coming. It was one of those things where you were in the season, you just let it ride out until the end of the year. But obviously, Lincoln wasn't going to take – he had taken enough heat already. It was like, I got to do it now. I just got to do it now. So um, he's got to think of the future and what it means for recruiting and everything else going forward. So he had to make the move. Although, yep. I don't know he's that Lincoln's losing, there next year. He's losing the fan base. Mm-hmm. He's – I don't know if he's losing the team or not. 119th in total defense, 121st in scoring defense at USC, you know. And really, there's no major programs behind them. I mean, they're they're basically dead last. Uh, let me see. Uh, the only Power 5 program that ranks behind USC in scoring defense is California. That's it. So they're next to last in the country among Power Five programs, and Cal's barely a Power Five program. So, I did feel bad for Caleb, you know, seeing that the other night. I mean, that my question for him would be: You knew offensively, you guys were going to be great. You knew Lincoln was going to bring in big time guys and get guys out of the. What did he think was going to happen defensively for change of location for Alex Grinch? Because there was a big body of work there that you had seen, and seen the lack of success and knew you were going to be in games like that, or should have assumed. So I, I wonder what he would have thought, if he thought it was going to be different, and why. Here's my opinion. I think he said, uh, do I like playing offense for Lincoln Riley? Yes, loves it. Yes, that's part of it. That's part of the reason I should go. Is there a possibility our defense won't be any better because the same defensive coordinator is going with us? Yes, that's a possibility. So that's a tie then. One good thing, one bad thing. What could be the tiebreaker? And he said. Because in Oklahoma, you weren't able to go out and shop, really. You weren't able to go out and you know go to the beach or anything like that. It was just kind of planes, like actual planes, not yeah. the flying ones. So that was the tiebreaker because, you know. <laughs> I set you up for that and didn't even plan on it. There you go. <laughs> and that got him out there because of the shopping. <laughs> The shot. Rodeo Drive did it. Rodeo <laughs> Drive greater than class and curve, at least according to Caleb. Not according to me. According to Caleb. And uh, that, that landed him out there in his mother's arms, weeping after another loss. Uh, 6.47 in the morning. We'll take a timeout. It is, uh, hey, the sun is up. It's up earlier, TJ, because of that daylight savings time thing we just went through. It's already up. Oh, did it you know it's only 6.47 right now? No, it's 7.47. It is not.
You have to watch the news. We'll be back. Bleed Crimson. Love great Sooner Talk. Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. T-Row in the Morning Show, McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorney, brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, $250 million plus one for their clients, proven record of success. It's McIntyre Law, one 917 5250 or McIntyreLaw.com. Meyer Chevrolet text line. Just Go curious, ahead, could I have the name, address, and phone number of that official? Don't have it. You don't have it? I don't have I, I once upon a time I had his name, but I don't even have that anymore. Pete from Tulsa says superior coaching beats superior talent. Mm, let me think if I agree with that all the time. I would say more often than not, that is true. I would say if uh, Southern Nazarene today open their basketball season against Kansas that the SNU coach could coach his socks off and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> They'd still lose by 20 and SNU is good this year. But uh, yeah, in most cases, if they're within the same ballpark, uh, yeah, the coaching is what puts you over the top. Jimbo finds himself in that uh, position quite a bit. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I looked it up. There's no, um, Nobody I, mean, I for picked, sure. Why did I pick on SNU in that example? I don't That's know. my alma mater. Alma I should have picked on Oklahoma Christian or right. Oklahoma City or Oklahoma Baptist or somebody like that. I apologize, SNU, for using you in that example. No one knows for sure where Shoot Yourself in the Foot came from, but most think it came from early battles, which uh, soldiers would shoot themselves in the foot to avoid going out to battle. So they'd end up in the medic tent or whatever. And <laughs> oh, so man. that's how they got out of it. And then word started Soft. spreading, so others started doing it. And- <laughs> That's where they think it came from. So Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yep, Levy needs to go. Tired of seeing him drop passes, throwing interceptions, making bad snaps, running wrong routes, and snapping to the wrong person. LOL. <laughs> okay. So that's tongue-in-cheek there, too. Yes. You probably didn't catch it. I did. That was... I, the LOL is what got me there. I, oh, I figured okay, it out. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. He rattled off a bunch of things that probably aren't his fault. But we'll revisit this at the top of the hour. Go ahead. Somebody wants the OU media team out there to put together a uh, compilation of all these penalties called against the Sooners mm. uh, and then have it as a full-length feature film by the end of the season. <laughs> mm. uh, sold his soul for glitz and glamour. Cried to mama like a baby. I can't read that part. Mm. So It was a little over the top. I'm not going to lie. I felt bad for him in the fact that I didn't feel bad for him because he was crying. I felt bad for him because he's a dynamic, unique player that has nothing. He's got a Heisman, so I shouldn't say nothing to show for his career. That Heisman will last him forever the rest of his life. But as far as success on the field, he's got nothing. I mean, no conference titles, no playoff appearance. He won an Alamo Bowl. Yeah, he won an Alamo Bowl. But I'm just saying. With Bob Stoops. The level of play, and he's lived up to it. The and the Heisman su- Trophy. The success on the field has not uh, equaled his level of play, is what I'm trying to say there, I guess. So, All right. I'll let you feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for him. I'm just saying I, I feel he he's a waste of talent, is what I'm saying. Well, he Lincoln, won a Heisman Trophy. Lincoln Riley uh, wasted his talent, so 
Lincoln There's Riley Waits is a lot of guys' talents. Way apparently. more Heisman Trophy winners that did not win the national championship. That's true. I guess that well, they probably have things to show for it, or including at least several for it. that have statues uh, in Norman. Yeah. Well, was Baker Mayfield a waste of talent? Uh, no, but he didn't have the success. That, but he also made a playoff appearance and had you know could be with Georgia that year. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, conference titles. I'm just saying, Caleb's won nothing. So, the no he call. He won the Heisman Trophy. Yes, I know. I said that, and that would last him the rest of his life. So, okay. yeah, he'll live off I of that. I feel like you keep forgetting that. <laughs> no, he'll, he'll get to stay in the Heisman house forever. Um, I don't know about y'all, but Brent getting flagged was absolutely insane. Who cares about how far he came out? It was a blatantly, bla- blatantly bad call to begin with, hence his reaction. Then they had the co- uh, cojones to throw another one unacceptable. Yes, I agree with that text message. Uh, I don't know what was shown on television or what wasn't, but Britt didn't come out as far on the field as Mike Gundy did when he was upset about the 12 guys on the field. And I can't 100% confirm to you what he said. He said he didn't curse at him or anything. He just said he pushed off, which he did. So a bad call turned into 30 free yards. And back-to-back weeks you've had that happen and – that's like completely the, I, I don't. The drive. I never did see what happened in the Kansas game. The sideline. As far as the, the sideline one, yeah, yeah, I don't know that did I've you? ever seen it. No, no. Uh, let's see here. This one says, "Good morning, Toby and TJ. Brent Venables is Gary Gibbs 2.0. Hmm. Okay. Um, we can complain about the offense and want to fire everyone. We can complain about all of the non-calls." which were many, but OU made Alan Bowman look like an All-American. I would say in the first quarter that's true. I would say from that point on it's not. Uh, Let's see, what did he finish here? Um, 28 of 42, 334, no touchdowns, no picks. He had a good night, especially early on. He, I think he was 12 for his first 14 completions, and then he went like five for his next 17 or something like that. So they did a good job from that point on. But we'll talk about it coming up. Thoughts on the Bedlam loss coming up next, back after this.